It's time now for 15 Minutes of Faith, practical application of God's timeless truth for today, with your host, me, Pastor Jeremy Byler of Harvest Baptist Church in Bay City, Michigan. So let's get started with 15 Minutes of Faith. Lord, can't you see what's going on? What are you going to do about it? Thanks for joining us again here today for 15 Minutes of Faith. I am your host, Pastor Jeremy Byler of Harvest Baptist Church in Bay City, Michigan. And that's a question we're going to look at today, but really the question isn't necessarily posed towards the Lord, but it should be a question reflected upon ourselves. And we're going to look at this in light of what's going on in today's world and what's going on in our country, what's going on in other countries. And you'll see that when that comes up, when those questions arise, when we find ourselves at a loss, when we find ourselves despondent and discouraged, we need to turn to no other place other than the Word of God. And that's where we're going to be today, is we're going to start out in Psalm 37. And we'll end up in some other places, and we're going to take a little journey over the next few weeks. So I'd encourage you to continue listening and follow along, because I know this will be helpful for you. Not because it's from me, but because it's from the Word of God. But we're going to get started in Psalm 37. And it's something that we can look at, and some of us may have been feeling this way over the last few days when we see the events going on in this world, uh, whether it be in our hometown, our home country. We know that we live in a sin-filled, wicked world. And sometimes we just find ourselves at a loss as to what we could and what we should do. In Psalm 37, verse number 1, it starts right on the beginning. God talks to us and he says this, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. So the first thing he tells us is to fret not. When we find ourselves probably spending a little too much time on social media, probably spending too much time reading the headlines and falling for the trap of repetition and being programmed to, to believe the lie of the devil that... There's no hope uh, that things are waxing worse and worse and there's nothing that we can do that actually the Christian is on the losing side. But that's not true. Because the Bible says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Verse 2 says, For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Now again, that verse is not for us to look at in regards to vengeance. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, I will repay, thus saith the Lord. And we're not to take comfort and solace in the fact that evildoers will be cut down. That's actually tragic. That's kind of sad. Not in the fact that their evildoing will be stopped, but that it has actually occurred and that the only result will be them being cut down. What we would want to see is them coming to the Lord in revival and turning from their wicked ways and seeking the face of the Lord and doing right according to the word of God. But the commandment to us really starts again in verse 1, fret not. That's the first place we need to be before we do anything else. But secondly, the next thing we need to do in verse 3 is trust in the Lord. When we find ourselves uh, wrapped up in the affairs of this world, again, if anything, it should compel us to pray. And while we're doing that, we must not fret. Second thing we must do is trust. Trust in what? Trust in the government. Trust in the White House trust in the governor. No, no. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell us to trust in the the affairs of this world, but we are to trust in the Lord, is what it says in verse 3. And then as we're doing that, as we're fretting not, as we're trusting in the Lord, 
It says in verse 3 of Psalm 37, and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. And that means just carry on and following along with what God would have you to do. Just keep doing what the Lord tells you. Just stay about your father's business. We get that example from Jesus Christ as the Pharisees and Sadducees and people were uh, genuinely plotting to kill him. He stayed about his father's business. And as this world uh, around us continues to go towards the path of darkness, we too must stay about our father's business. It says, do good so thou shalt shalt dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. And as we fret not, as we trust, as we do, verse 4 says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. I've heard some people take this verse and misapply it, and say, well, if you are happy about God, whatever you want, he's going to give you. That's not necessarily true. What happens is, as we grow in the Lord and as our hearts become knit with the Lord and as we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our heart. He does bless us with good things. He does bless us with things that we not necessarily deserve, but he blesses us not because of who we are, but because of who he is and because he loves us. But if we find ourselves trusting in the Lord, doing good, delighting ourselves in the works of God, and just rejoicing in the desires and the blessings that he gives us, Uh, we find ourselves suddenly not too, I don't want to say worried, but we're not distressed about the affairs of this world. Uh, We should be praying for those, as the Bible says, praying for all in authority. Uh, Whether you agree with an individual or not, we are called and commanded to pray for them. And as we do that, as we continue delighting ourselves in the Lord, verse number five says, commit, commit thy way unto the Lord. And there's a progression there. As we take our eyes off the affairs of this world. And I'm not saying that we don't need to be in tune with what's going on, but we should be more in tune with what God would have us to do. We should be more in tune with the Word of God than we are with the evening news, than we are with the latest social media post, than we are with whatever the headline may be. We should be more in tune with the Word of God. We should be finding ourselves trusting in the Lord, and we should find ourselves delighting in the Lord, and that will compel us to commit unto the Lord. When we lock in, we dig our roots deep, we have no other choice but to trust in God and commit our way unto him. And the promise with that is, in verse number five, is commit thy way unto the Lord. Here it is again, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And that idea here is just keep moving forward. Keep doing what God would have you to do. Verse number six says, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. And as we trust, as we do, as we delight, as we commit, we finally find in verse number seven, rest. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. You see, it's not our fight to battle. The battle is not between man. The enemy is not man. Our adversary, as the Bible uh, uh, prominently proclaims, is the devil. And we'll look at at that in the coming weeks, but right now we're just trying to get ourselves grounded. You might find yourself, uh, again, distressed and discouraged, uh, despondent, finding yourself in despair, saying, what's happened to Christianity? Uh, I've heard some people 
say that uh, because of the way the uh, election results turned out that this country's done with. It's all said and done. It's all over. Uh, you know, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a Christian on the victory side. It makes me think of Israel. Um, under the time when they came under Babylonian captivity under Nebuchadnezzar, you know, one could all often say that they were done for, that it was over, that there was no hope. But that wasn't the case at all, because that was God's judgment coming upon them because of their sin and turning away and turning their backs on the Lord their God. Maybe a part of what's going on in this country is because Christians have misplaced their trust in something other than the Lord. Maybe God is trying to get our attention so that we will call upon him and not just sit back on our heels and trust in the ways of the government, trust in the ways of anything other than trusting in the Lord. You see, we need to rest in the Lord. And that leads us to verse number eight as we talk about that, where it says, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself. Three times we see that word, fret not. Uh, when you find yourself getting angry, when you find yourself and you look at somebody, uh, whether it be on a social media post or whether it be on the news or on the television or wherever you may see a billboard or whatever it might be, and you find yourself filling with anger, the Bible clearly commands us to fret not. The Bible clearly commands us to cease from anger. The Bible says, the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Something to consider is that while you are here on this earth, while you are alive, you will never ever look into the eyes of a person that God does not love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that individual that's stirring up anger and stirring up strife within the, the bitterness of your soul, God loves that person and God loves you. And we see that these attitudes are not healthy and that we should not be worried too much about the affairs because the battle is already won. And we see that the Lord is just going to take care of everything, and he's going to take care of all of that as we trust in him, we cease from anger, we do right, and we follow the Lord. And you may be sitting there thinking today, well, you don't understand. Uh, they're doing things in direct opposition to the things of God. They're turning people away from the Bible. Well, I'm here to tell you today that that's been going on since the beginning of time. As the serpent met Eve in the garden, the first thing he tried to do was turn Eve and eventually Adam away from God. That's nothing new. As Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. And when we see that in Psalm 37 verse 12, it says, The wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. Look what it says in verse 13. It says, the Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. See, it's nothing that's any what, anywhere near a surprise unto the Lord. It really doesn't really bother God at all, because he's in control of all things. If you'll turn with me now to Psalm 2, the second psalm, and you'll see a similar kind of circumstance, you'll see a similar attitude there, in Psalm 2, verse number 1, it says, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and rulers take counsel together against the Lord, against his anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. We see the same response from God in verse 4. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. 
God's got it all under control. That doesn't mean that we as Christians don't have a job to do. Really, when we look at Psalm 37 and Psalm 2, it's really kind of a resetting point. It's not that we need to go in and fight the battle by ourselves. Uh, our battle will be won on our knees in prayer. And that's what we're going to start looking at, is that when we find ourselves getting distraught, when we find ourselves getting caught up in the madness, when we find ourselves believing the lie of the devil, it's time to pause, take a moment to stop, take a moment to meditate on the things that are true, the things that are just, the things that are right. Take a time to capture every imagination, hold it in captivity, anything that exalted itself against the knowledge of Christ, and say, Lord, forgive me for my sin of unbelief. Lord, forgive me for giving the devil the benefit of the doubt instead of giving you the benefit of the doubt. And Lord, from this point forward, I am going to trust in you. I am going to rest in you. I am going to delight in you. And our job as Christians is to go to the real battlefront, the real battlefront, and that will be found in the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6 will tell us where the battlefield really takes place. As we scroll through and we go down, and we see in verse number 12, it says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You see the encouragement there is in verse 10 where it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong, what? In the Lord and in the power of his might. The battle is not fought man to man, government to government, nation to nation. No, it is fought with the powers and the principalities and the rulers of the air. Therefore, it is a battlefield that is beyond the realm of us, but yet we have access to the throne of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And we're going to start looking at that as we're going to prepare for battle on our knees in prayer. And as we move forward here with 15 minutes of faith, the next few weeks, we're going to start looking at the armor of God and what we can really do when the opportunity comes, when we find ourselves asking, Lord, what are you going to do? In the meantime, I'd love to see you. Come on out to Harvest Baptist Church in Bay City, 710 Salzburg Avenue. We meet at 11 o'clock and 6 p.m. on Sundays, and we meet at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Come on in. Let me know that you heard me on 15 Minutes of Faith, and I will have a gift for you. But until then, stay faithful.